Welcome to the Sacred Emergence Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Wong, and I'm so thrilled that you're here. This is a place where you'll be guided to living your most aligned life so that your truest, most radiant self can emerge. We'll be jamming on topics ranging from spirituality, entrepreneurship, to wellness and lifestyle design, and everything in between that can support you to grow, evolve, and shine, all the while not taking ourselves too seriously. So if you're ready to step into your leadership, break through limiting beliefs, own all of who you are, and expand in abundance, grab yourself your faith cup of tea, and let's dive in. Hey, welcome back to another solo episode of Sacred Emergence. It's Michelle Wong. For those of you who are new, welcome, welcome. Um, And for those of you who are returning listeners, welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm really excited to be doing a solo episode today. I feel like it's been a while, and uh, since my last episode, quite a lot has happened, so I thought what I'd do in this episode is kind of give you some updates as well as um, a few lessons that I've learned with my injury and relating it back to inner confidence, inner leadership, um, as well as talking about my upcoming uh, five-day inner confidence uh challenge, which if you tune into my last episode on Monday, so episode number 19 with Susan Tate, at the very end, I kind of gave an announcement around it, but I'll go into a little bit more about that uh, in this episode. So yeah, you'll expect to hear a little bit more because I'm promoting it <laughs> uh, for the next few episodes, but um, it's 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 just like confidence work, leadership work. It is so needed. And, um, and in my previous episode, I talked about sharing some free content. So it's finally here. I'm just stoked. So you're going to gobble this all up if this is your jam. So anyway, um, today's episode, um, I really wanted to share around, um, just things that I've learned around working through injuries, working through comfort zones, um, working through fears, and coming back to our body and how important it is to get back into our body, which I've shared in previous episodes, but it's just become even more important uh, in my life. And uh, it's just, you know, I guess we practice what we need to, we teach what we need to learn as well. Um, So anyway, a few things regarding my leg. Uh, since we last spoke, since I last came on and shared an update, I was back then, was a few weeks ago, I was pretty much, I couldn't put any weight on my foot or on my leg. Um, I think I was allowed to do toe touch weight, which basically is like very, very light touch. Um, and since then, I've gone to see an orthopedic surgeon, and um, he was like, you know, even if we were talking about surgery, right now it's too early because your knee is so stiff. So we need to actually get you moving again, you start working your knee, getting it mobile, go down to like one crutch using a cane, like stop babying your leg, stop babying your knee, and uh, start moving again, like massage it, you know, whatever it takes, just start walking, like just get moving. And when he said that, I was like, really? (laughs) Because like I had, you know, my ACL is torn and all of that. So he was like, yeah, we need to get you moving. It's way too stiff to even do surgery on it, right? Like you don't want to go into surgery with a leg that's that stiff because recovery is just going to be really, really difficult. So after that, I just like freedom. I was like, okay, well, if I can start driving, that would be amazing. You know, then I can take myself to my next appointment. So I was just being very ambitious. Um, 
And that was where are we were October, um, early October. So since my appointment was end of September, so it's probably been around two weeks, I've been working, uh, like exercising my, just exercising, like pretty much like I have an alarm set for like every hour and I'm doing my exercises. The PT came over and she um, gave me more exercises to do and exercises as simple as putting weight on my leg. Um, she's like, okay, practice 50, 50 weight, then upping it to 75%. And then over time you can do a hundred percent weight, which is like basically standing on the leg. Right. And like, so I tried it and it just not a hundred percent yet, but just even putting 50% of my weight on my right leg, which is the injured leg. And it feels like a ton of weight is like a column of weight, just bearing down on my knee and it doesn't hurt, but it's like the sensation is very visceral. It's like, I have to be really present and it's also confident building. Cause like, you know, nothing bad happened and that was really encouraging. And, uh, I had to do exercises like, you know, when you're, if you're, if you've ever taken a bar class where you're doing like heel lifts, right? You're standing with your hands on the pole, then you're doing heel lifts with your legs straight. So I was working on that and I'm going like very slowly, very gingerly. And she said, doing heel lifts and standing with your legs straight has nothing to do with your ACL. <laughs> so I was like, Oh, okay. And you know, just things like that, just getting to know my body more. And, uh, it's just incredible how just our body works and how things heal. So that is just, that's been incredible. I started to learn how to walk with just one crutch. And then over the weekend, um, my friend came by and, and I really wanted to see if I could drive. So she took me to a parking lot and I drove around in the parking lot. And of course, like I wouldn't take myself onto the freeway yet. Uh, that's completely different, but it felt really good. And so, you know, I'm making a lot of progress. And so I might not need surgery if things are continuing to progress in the, in that direction. Um, so yeah, I just am like, I'm just throughout the whole process. I've been giving my body so much love. Um, I've been massaging my leg, um, and I've shared that in my past episode, but it's just like so much love. And I remember when I was talking to Jill Pagano, I, f I forget what episode, um, but she I interviewed her recently. You know, I talked about like when I hear people be so hard on their bodies, it really breaks my heart because our body is doing our very best. And um, there was a moment when I was a few weekends ago, I had like a stomach issue. I think I might have eaten something bad. Um, and I woke up with like the worst stomach pain and the pain was so intense that I started vomiting and I, 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 you know, with my knee injury, I couldn't just run to the bathroom to vomit. So I was literally like grabbing my wastebasket and then just throwing up. I know TMI, but like at that moment when I was like, oh my God, I can't even, I can barely, like I'm still like my leg is still, uh, I, w I haven't gone to see the ortho yet. So like I could only do the toe touch weight. So I could like, it was, I was literally trapped in bed. Um, and I was feeling so weak from the pain. And there was that moment of what is happening to my body? Like, why is she abandoning me? And I had that thought and I had to catch myself and be like, okay, hold on. Like these symptoms that I'm experiencing is my body. That's like, first of all, the vomiting and all that. It's like, 
It's my body that's trying to get rid of the toxin, right? It's trying to like heal itself. And this misery that I'm going through, like we're going to get past this, right? So I really had to like just come back to like the present and not go down, I don't know, that like woe is me. And I totally also understand when that does happen because, you know, sometimes when we go through like shit and suffering, we go down that route, um, but I really had to catch myself. And so uh, one of the things that um, I wanted to share, particularly with this episode, um, is around our comfort zone and pushing through. I have uh, in the past, like, okay, 10 years ago, if someone said to me, you got to push through, you got to work through the pain, like I would have been on board. Like I get it. You know, that's like more of the masculine way. And then now if someone said, you just got to push it through, I'd be like, hold up. You know, I like that is way too like, you know, that old, that wounded model, like you got to push it through, you got to work through it. Um, And then there's a healthy pushing through (laughs) that I've been experiencing over this past week. Um, And I wanted to give a little backstory. So when I was at a, I was at a training, um, and the the presenter was talking about his, uh, two babies or maybe his newborn baby. I wasn't sure if they were twins or just one baby. Um, and I don't know if I shared this story before, sorry if I'm repeating myself, but he was saying how his, his babies were in, um, and they were premature babies, so they had to go through uh, intensive care, like uh, what the neo, the neonatal unit. Um, and he was noticing that the nurses were constantly like putting work on the babies. And the the speaker, who was a dad, and he was like, he spoke to the nurse. He's like, I'm surprised that you're making my baby work <laughs> because doesn't she need to be resting and healing and and you know, and just taking her own time to do this. And the nurse was like, no, like if we, if we aren't pushing her, she's not going to grow. She's not going to heal because the body will just adjust to that comfort level. Um, and she needs to grow. They need to push through this, um, you know, this, the stage so that they will continue. The cells will continue to like regenerate and grow and, and all of that. And so that was what was needed for the baby to be healthy and to grow and to move beyond the, you know, the neonatal intensive care. And so the same thing with my knee and that story that, you know, that story that I just shared about the premature babies, I thought about that when I was uh, putting more activity on my leg, because when I started moving it more, when I started bending my knee more, it was It wasn't um, the sharp pain, but it was this dull, creaky ache that was coming through and it was not comfortable and I would still work through it, but I was like, oh my God, like I kind of don't want to do it. And I mentioned that to my physical therapist and she's like, it's totally cool that you're experiencing that because you're not moving your joint enough. So you're not creating the synovial fluid. Um, so the more you're not moving your knee, the more it's going to get dehydrated and dry. So that's what you're feeling. You're feeling just the dryness of your knee and you need to kind of move it so that you're getting the fluid in. Um, and she said, you know, that pain that you're experiencing, it's completely normal. Um, you know, there's a difference between that sharp, like something just something wrong just happened versus working through it. 
And that was actually a huge like, oh yes, light bulb moment of um, I just have to continue going because if I don't, my body's going to get used to whatever the stage is at right now and it's not going to change. Um, and so I'm really grateful that I stuck with the exercises because, um, initially I wasn't able to fully straighten my leg. I mean, I've been working on it and practicing, um, but now I can get it like straightened to a neutral position. And now I have to work on getting it slightly past neutral. So almost to the level of hyperextension. And, uh, the last time my PT was here, she was like, I'm so glad you can straighten it completely because if you can't, you'd be limping like, and like, it's not, she said, it's easier to get your knee to bend, but over time, it's harder to get your leg to fully straighten. So after a certain point, you'll, you'll be limping if you can't straighten your leg. And when she said that, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like that just sounds terrifying. Like, and I was like kind of worried about it. She's like, you're fine. Like, you know, just keep working on walking with a straight leg. And, um, but that's the whole thing about working through that comfort zone, right? Working through that discomfort zone, I should say. So I felt like, you know, so often we don't want to get outside of our comfort zone, right? Um, and of course, like there's different variances of like, oh, what's dangerous, you know, versus what's just the fears in our mind. Um, and I'll use, you know, going live on Facebook, for example, because a lot of women have come to be like, that terrifies me. And it's so incredible to see like the women who initially came to me like, oh, I'm so terrified of doing Facebook lives. Like they're just now doing Facebook lives and it's just amazing. Right. And they're like, I love it. It just gives me so much energy. And it's like, yeah, like that's one of like an example right there of like, those are just mental blocks, you know, limiting stories or just fears that we just need to kind of work through by doing it, by taking action. And the same thing with our physical body. Um, and of course, you're like, we're not doing it willy nilly. Like there's, um, for me, it's, you know, I'm doing it under the guidance of a medical profession, you know, medical professionals. So, but a lot of it is, is, my own physical fears and my own brain of like, okay, is this safe? I don't want my knee to just snap again. Um, and then another part of it is trusting, like trusting ourselves, trusting our own body, trusting the own wisdom of our body. Um, and just like trusting that they, our body knows what they're doing. It's very capable. Um, and if a doctor, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying this also knowing that at the end of the day, we have to trust ourselves and go with our own, um, inner authority. But if, you know, a doctor is saying, yeah, you need to actually start moving it, then we need to start moving it. And this is like getting our body in gear so that for long term, if I don't want surgery, I have to be able to show that I don't need surgery. And so that's just something that became very important. Um, so I'm saying pushing through um, with intention, right? I'm not coming from this macho wounded place of, yeah, you got to work through it and push it through. Um, this is from a place of like a healthy working through with intention, with consciousness and with awareness. Um, and I'm constantly celebrating my body. Like I'm constantly like massaging her and kissing her, like just kissing my leg. Uh, I know I've shared that before, but, um, I've done, you know, wakey work on it. I've, um, I've done visualization on it and I have this book. I don't have it with me. It's called the body, the secret language of your body by Ina Siegel. I think I'm pronouncing it right. Um, I'll share it in the show notes. 
Um, but I've been using that book because she has really great um, energy work that you can do on certain areas of your body that might be injured or whatever. She ties it back to the emotions. Um, and one of the things that I think it, it can be misconstrued is that, um, you know, I was looking at the parts of the book that were around, you know, uh, knee, ankle, leg issues. Um, and she ties it to the emotions, right? Of like control, fear, judgment, resentment, insecurities, like all these different emotions. And she's saying that a lot of these um, emotional issues that might be off balance can contribute to what you might be experiencing in your body. And I don't want people to feel like, um, you know how it's like, oh, you have cancer because you're always negative. Like that, like when I take that book and I'm looking through it, that's not how I'm reading it. I'm not saying, oh, the reason why I got injured is because, you know, I, I have fear of moving forward. Like that's why I got injured. Like that's not how I see it. I see it as, you know, this is just a sign, like an indication of where maybe some areas I can work on in my life. And now is a great opportunity to shine some light on areas in my life where I, you know, that could be off balance. And, um, if we look at it in a healthy way versus like a wounded place, then I feel like there's way more for momentum. So I've been using that book to just send prayers to my leg and inviting the divine to come and just help me heal. And then also, if you heard the episode with uh, Mary DeYoung, or um, I forget what the title was, it was about um, bringing in the sacred from the external, like from our wild, our wild nature, the more than human worlds. Um, I've been inviting the the plant allies, right, the trees, uh, the sky that is outside of my window. I've been inviting nature to come and help me heal my knee. Um, and one of the things I've been doing is like, I know it's fall right now, the time of this recording, but we have a lot of evergreen in Seattle. Um, so still a lot of the trees haven't turned, uh, colors and they won't. So like green is a really healing color. So I've been inviting like just the vibrancy of the green, um, and inviting that color to come in, right. So into my knee and then letting it heal. And that's been great too. So anyway, that's what I wanted to share. I kind of went on this, like this conscious stream or unconscious stream, just talking. Um, but that was the thing I really wanted to talk about, um, really trusting ourselves and, um, that confidence in our body is huge. And that was like when I was able to stand on both legs and even now I'm putting like 75% and even a hundred percent of weight on my leg. And it took a week for me to finally get to this point like it builds confidence, right? There's that visceral sensation in my body of, oh my God, like I'm feeling strong. And there's a lot to be said about that. And, you know, for those who are listening, if you're feeling like, yeah, like how can I boost my own confidence? How can I work with more confidence? Get into your body, you know, like one part of confidence is self-expression, like through dance. Another part is doing strength work. Um, cause when we feel strong in our body, it actually transpires to feeling strong in our mind. Right. And a lot of it is like our mind, right? It's, it's like what we tell ourselves. And when we feel good in our bodies, it does transpire, right? It works both ways. Um, so with that said, 
if you didn't already know, on October 21st, which is a Monday, so two weeks from now, two weeks-ish, less than two weeks from now, I'm going to be hosting a free five-day Unlock Your Inner Confidence Challenge. And I'm calling it Challenge on Purpose because it is an invitation for you to show up, to step up, and to do the work. Um, and it's going to be over a private Facebook group. It's called the Sacred Emergence Community. And we are just going to jam every day. Um, it'll be over live Facebook live videos in the group and I'll be offering each day we'll have a different topic and um, I'll lead you through certain exercises um, but you get an opportunity to share as well and to share your progress and just to show up in a really safe space because um, one of the things I feel is so important is for us to be witnessed uh, not necessarily to be coached, to be given advice um, but what is so missing in this world of amazing coaches and mentorship is just simply to be witnessed, right? And so in the space, my intention is that there's no coaching allowed unless it's solicited, unless somebody wants coaching. Um, and it's really for an opportunity for all of us just to be able to show up, uh, to share what's come through and to take action, right? To And this itself can might already be outside the comfort zone right so we're practicing developing the leadership and confidence muscles so that we can truly be the leader of our own lives right and and leadership and confidence they come hand in hand um but i just feel like we need a, a safe space to show up and i'm not coming on as a guru or as some expert because i'm on this journey with you and um you know, I'll share my story and all that in the, and during the five-day challenge. But it's like the last thing I want is to be seen as some guru. Like, no, be your own guru, right? Like, I'm not going to be on some mountaintop, right? Like, we're all in this together. And so that, for me, is super important. And I really wanted to create a space where everybody can belong and um, show up, be themselves, and do the work right? And celebrate and encourage each other um, versus the judgment or whatever, right? So that the space is not about no judgment allowed. Um, advice is not welcomed unless it's asked so that we can simply be. And there's so much power and so much healing in just that. So the link is in my show notes. Um, you can also go to... Um, yeah, I'll just put the link in the show notes and, uh, it's free sign up and I'm so excited for this. So I'd love to see you and, uh, it's for women or, you know, for those identify as women, um, I want to make sure it's a safe space and, um, yeah, if you have any questions, send me a DM over Instagram, uh, michellewong.xo. And there's also a link in my profile and in Instagram that you can, uh, click on and also learn more and subscribe. So that's it. Hope you are having a wonderful, wonderful week and um, stay tuned for more around internet confidence and leadership. I have a few more content to share in the upcoming podcast episodes. Um, and if you feel like you have a friend who can really benefit from this, please pass this on to them. And uh, even if you feel like you got your confidence down, I would still love to have you and or share it with a friend who you know can benefit. So that's it for now. Have a wonderful, wonderful week and I will see you soon. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Sacred Emergence Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode and thank you in advance for sharing this with others who can benefit. Until next time.